You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here at the Hot Shops. Hot Shops. With our friend, Seth Fox of Blue Barn Theater. Nice to see you. Hello, nice to see you both. Nice Nice to see you. Yes, yes. And he is here, of course, because we like him. And also, (laughs) 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 uh, he is here to talk about the upcoming musings, life and death, Stories about starts and stops, beginnings and endings, renewal and letting go. Mm-hmm. And this is the third installment of the storytelling this series. This is Musings yeah. number three now. This is number three. Yeah, yeah. we started with Music, Movies, and Me. Uh, stories about the music and movies that shape people's lives for whatever reason. Yes. Then we did uh, It Seemed Like a Good Idea at the Time, which is all about intention. That was January, that's that was, right. Yeah, yeah, and now we're doing Life and Death. Life Wonderful. and death. So musings, in case um, somebody hasn't heard about it before or hasn't been to one yet, what is this about? Is this a proper play, or what are we talking about here? No, it's a it's a story live storytelling event uh, created in the spirit of the Moth Radio Hour. So um, okay, yeah, these are just people from the community, uh, friends, neighbors, coworkers, uh, who uh, have. 15 minutes to stand at a microphone and tell you a bit about their lives based on a. A theme, that evening's theme. That's cool. Um, so stories are going to range from f- funny to the poignant to the touching to the lighthearted, all of that. Yeah. But people Just, people you know. Yeah, everyday story. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. was one of the things that kind of made the moth famous is this everyday stories about everyday people. Mm-hmm. Just tell a story about your life. It doesn't have to be funny or sad or it can be whatever. Yeah, yeah. as long Just as it's relatable. true. As long mm-hmm. as it's true. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It has yeah. to be true. Yeah. Yeah. So you have quite a few guests this time, and you got you know, some known, yeah, guests. known guests. Yeah, I do. Um, so we always put out uh, uh, each show, each event. We put out a little call for stories, story pitches, mm-hmm. and for life and death, uh, I had so many that came in. Um, yeah. But two that, of course, caught my eye. One was uh, Jeff Katerba, who was the World Herald. Um, artist uh, for 30, 30 years, I believe. Yeah. And then Tom Becca, who is uh, a radio personality and now does Becca's Beat on Fox 42, just okay. commentaries. Um, and so those are two public figures. And those are two people, uh, people um, are not only aware of them, but they're known nationally. Even Katerba's known internationally. He's syndicated internationally. Yeah, he's in hundreds and hundreds yeah. of newspapers. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's done TED Talks, too. He's on TED Talks. Yeah. yeah. His art has flown up in a space shuttle. Like, I mean, he's just... Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Right. He's a cartoonist who's been into space. Yes. It's pretty cool, yes. Yeah. So the guy's got a pretty pretty incredible background. They both do. So yes, having having those guys along, uh, have um, some uh, business leaders um, uh, this time around, um, small business owners, just varied. That's so, neat. Uh, yeah. Jeff Kotobra, uh, we have Tom Becca, mm-hmm. uh, Angela Fernandez, mm-hmm. Ralph Kellogg, mm-hmm. Brenna McCune, mm-hmm. am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. And Maureen Mangan. Maureen Mangan. Mangan. She's actually, she has a, uh, a studio here at Hot Shop. She's an artist. Excellent. And her story has to do with what ultimately inspired her to sort of find her voice in art. Hmm. So it's pretty cool that we're doing this interview from here. Yeah, yes. it yeah. is. Very yeah. appropriate. Because it's, yeah. 
And it's such a neat place. They've opened up third floors since we've been here last now, I think. Oh, so that's right. I don't think it was fully open last time I we were here. I don't think it was, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, I came for an open house recently, maybe a couple months ago, an open house. It was really cool. I'd never been in here before. Oh. So I just place. wandered. Yeah. And I took it as much as I could. There's so yeah. much to so much to so see. So much. So much. Yeah. So speaking of a lot, so you probably had several stories to, to decide on for, for this particular one. Yes. Which is great. You're is getting great. a great reception of stories. Still it's a, a really great problem. Big submission. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing is, with, with because each event has a theme, life and death, of course, um, I mean, you're going to get some, some heavier stories. Sure. I mean, that's, that's just a given. Sure. So I wanted to make sure that, I mean, I always want to make sure there's plenty of variety in the evenings. There's sort of an arc. Um, but uh, I also didn't want anybody, especially with this topic, to feel like their, their very personal story wasn't being honored. I didn't want to diminish, okay. the va- make them think I was diminishing the value of their story by, by I just couldn't accept everybody. Right. I really wanted to. But the six that have been selected, there's wide variety. They mm-hmm. riff on this theme in many, many, many creative ways. And I'm kind of now playing with the idea of since I clearly can't use every pitch, Okay. To maybe put together sort of a mixtape night of Ooh. just pitches that I wasn't able to put into a particular program and just yeah. present them all at once. So multiple themes Absolutely. in one night. That would know. be really cool. Because I want people to feel, to know their stories are valued and that there's an opportunity for them to tell a story too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Theme. The theme is there yeah. is no theme. Right. But I love the idea of the storytelling series because it just really opens you up to anything. Mm-hmm. And so this can continue on. It can mm-hmm. always have its own life every single time. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going to run out of opportunities necessarily. No, <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, really the challenge is coming up with the themes. But the more that I've... Like this year was sort of a, a testing ground too. And uh, one thing I've found is that uh, a lot of these stories that get pitched for life and death, for example, transcend that theme. And so it's kind of to the point now with all of the pitches that I've gotten, the pitches themselves may determine next year's, next season's themes, if there is a season two. But they, <laughs> those may determine the next season's themes because I have so many and they fit. It's done pretty well for you so far. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, yeah. are you? I know you. Uh, in January, you had a. Uh, we're also streaming. Yeah, um, we had to stream. You had to stream. Are, yeah. are you? Are you still doing that this time, or is it just in person this time, or both? Or this is so we had to right. We had to do it uh, live streaming last time because of COVID, because the Omicron variant just hit. Yeah. Yeah. So each teller had like two or three people sitting there, off camera, just you know support love for some that. kind of audience yeah. yeah some kind of audience um but this time around yeah it's going to be live we are cool. still going to record it we'll probably um post it later but okay. we haven't yet decided if we're going to live stream it or post it later or both okay we'll see. okay so, so but there will be some type of online element to it yeah. at some point either during or after either during or after it's okay. just it's so cool to actually have people there but the live that's the thing it's yeah. the experience it's right. the live experience right. and so that is open and ready to go yeah. which mm-hmm. is uh yeah everything i've been to everybody has been so happy to be out again right it's true mm-hmm. oh everyone is so happy to be out yeah and spring fever all at the same and, time and yes and spring fever <laughs> yeah because we got like nothing winter so i know 
and so lucky. And this is probably a good time just to segue and just, yeah, I know I've been over here knocking on wood too. And this is a good time just to segue that, just to mention that Musings has its own Facebook page. Yes. And it, it's, you've kind of got your own little thing going, even though it's with Blue Barn. Right. You've yes, got your is. own little thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a Facebook page. There's Instagram. So at Musing Omaha is at Instagram. Um, Musing a Storytelling Series at Facebook. And then you can also check us out, uh, bluebarn.org slash musing. So yeah. okay. all sorts of places to to kind of, you know, see what's going on with us. So I know last time you had done some directing for the storytelling series that you had last time, but this everything is a little bit different. So did you find any different challenges in directing people their stories of this particular nature? Uh, life and death specifically? Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting is that s- people need to talk about this topic mm-hmm. in particular. Everybody has a story to tell, and we each have that safe answer of, you know, well, whatever it is. You know, how are you doing? Does anybody really want to know the, the real answer you yeah. know, to that question? It's just something we say to be polite. Right. So talking about something like life and death, um, these are all stories that these people knew so well coming into it, even their pitches were, in my opinion, performance ready. Um, and so no real challenges as far as that goes or preparing anybody. The biggest, one of the biggest things that uh, I touched on when we were doing the pitches is I don't want anybody to be traumatized by reliving the story while they're right. telling it. Cause that does happen right. uh, for two reasons. You know, one, because we want to be able to get through the stories and have a nice shiny polished program but let's not forget the fact these are personal stories so yeah people are going to get emotional but finding that balance yeah that's that's just very important it hasn't been tricky but it's just very important yeah for sure and i come from a hospice background and so one of the things that we always try to communicate is for people to talk about death and i know i don't know all of your stories so i don't know if this will fit in but um just to talk about it before it happens plan for it and then if it's happening to discuss it mm-hmm. um, so that you're not left with, I didn't realize this, you know, my loved one was going to die. Or, yeah. And I think having those important conversations, people just don't, they don't want to plan and they don't want to have those because they don't, it's right. not fun to think about. No, it's the worst conversations to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it really but, is. And, and I, I'm guilty of it myself. My family members have talked about it and I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm just not ready to talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. But it. But it's something I think that we all need to kind of, sure man be able to do so absolutely and also i think just it being a shared experience um you know we've all lived loved loved those who have died uh they live on within us and around us and and all of those beautiful things but to actually talk about them to kind of sort of pay tribute to them um and especially in a in a in a an environment like like the one we're creating where it's it's to an audience um, you know, it could, you always run the risk of things maybe crossing a line in, into theatricality, but the beautiful thing about these live storytelling events is that the stories are enough and we let them tell themselves and we don't worry about special effects or anything like that. It's just you telling your story. Yeah. And because of that, I think people feel more connected because it's, it's authentic, you know? And I hope that it does inspire people to want to tell their own stories coming to these events but also knowing that we we talk about serious topics too yeah you know right 
So um, it's a safe space to do that. We're sort of still establishing that mm -hmm. this season. But it is really interesting, you know, it's even out of some of the saddest stories, there's also some of the most funny or... Agreed. Oh, those moments of levity that allow us to breathe, that allow us to laugh, oh, that scene... Yeah. In Steel Magnolias, where they're they're at they're they're at the uh, in the cemetery, oh, yes. and it's so heavy and it's ripping your heart out. And then there's this moment where, you know, uh, uh, Olympia Dukakis offers uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine as a punching bag. Yes, <laughs> to yes. Sally Field, and, it, and we all needed that laugh. Yeah. And what a perfect place for it, you know. Right. But yes, that's and that's part of the of the 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 thoughtfulness that goes into selecting the right variety of stories is that if they were all heavy and maybe even literally about death, heavy or not, sure. then they would still be wonderful stories, don't get me wrong. But then when people take more of like a metaphorical approach to the theme yes. and all of that, yeah, that's when it really gets super interesting. Right, yes. Yeah. Beginnings and endings, renewals, letting go, yeah, starts all of and that. stops, not just literal death, mm -hmm. right? right? Life and death, beginning and ending, for sure. That's what life's about, you know? It's constant. Punctuation. Are we getting serenaded now? I, I, think, I think we're getting a little... Uh, yeah. I got a little bit too cocky about my editing skills. So. <laughs> yeah. Versus. So here you go. Edit this. underscoring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice. That's okay. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> Not just literal life and death, but beginnings and endings. And, and, and I don't want to make people think that this particular one is all about you know, he heavy subjects or whatever. I mean, I'm sure there will be, and I'm sure there will be lighthearted stuff, and you've got mm -hmm. an array of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So, yes, yes, yes. It's not, yes. Come yeah. listen to stories about death. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, you know, because it really is. I remember I did, I did a life and death event back in Phoenix, and uh, my life and death topic was um, uh, my mom and my stepdad were um, about to get married, and we were moving out of our place, and he was moving out of his place. We were going to, they had bought a house together. Maybe they'd already been married. I don't know. I was very young. At any rate, it was about that, but also about when we were moving out. About how uh, it was at a we were moving out of moving out of a trailer park. Two lots down, someone had moved their trailer out, and there was the carcass of a of a, a dead cat. And my sister dared me. I was five, you guys. Okay. My sister. Right. My sister dared me to touch the cat oh okay okay sure and right. uh, so that was the death aspect <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the life aspect was look at all these changes these starts and stops that are happening in my personal life right and a new dad and you know we're combining households and all this stuff so yeah and the death aspect was this poor cat and touch the dead cat and I my sister being yeah, yeah my sister being my sister yes yes of course, yes. a sibling. Yes. A sibling. Dare you to touch that a dead cat? Life and death all over that damn story. <laughs> but yeah, people can go in, in really many different directions with it. So yeah. did you touch the cat? Did you touch the cat? I almost did. Oh. I came very, very close. Okay. And then my mom and my stepdad, uh, luckily they stepped in and they got oh. together. Yeah, they caught okay. us. Okay. Man, my sister tried to get me to ride my... my, my um, you know those those uh, I think called big wheels. Oh yeah, those little cycles. Yeah, yeah the old big wheels. She tried sure. to get me to to ride that off the top of the trailer. <laughs> she was always filling my head with these horrible ideas. Sounds like my cousins and I. Yeah, all of three stooges for good reason. Uh, yeah. Is she still that way? No, uh, not well, not that I know of. <laughs> but yeah, but she ended up having a few kids, and I yeah. So so the universe. Yeah. Returned the favor. Yes. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 
forget. And this time you have more guests than you had last time. So you did kind of add it's kind of bigger, a couple better more guests. Time, yeah. To this yeah, time. we had six the first time. We had f- four the second time, but one one of the girls got uh, was diagnosed with COVID, wasn't able to do it, oh, which is why I jumped in and told a story because we I had loved time to that. fill. Thank you. I think yes. we should do that every time. Yeah, I think. Oh well, our last event is home. And that one, I actually, I'm going to be telling a full story at that one. I actually have had a story in my head this whole time to, to share at that one. Um, but yes, we do have six again this time around. Yeah. Um, but the stories are like eight to 12 minutes long. They, they clip along. Cool. Yeah. Fun. It sounds like fun. It sounds like a good yeah, it's really neat. laugh and cry type of evening. Where mm-hmm. it's, it's filled full of all of the emotions. Yeah. And it's right before Easter, which I swear to God, I did not plan. Oh, oh that's yes, perfect. that's right. It'll be Wednesday, April 13th, so the week mm-hmm. of Easter. That's right. right. There we go. At 7.30 p.m. at Blue Barn. Mm-hmm. April 13th at 7.30 p.m. at Blue Barn. That'll be musings, life and death, stories about starts and stops, beginnings and endings, renewal and letting go. So you so have, you have your sure next one that. planned. Mm-hmm. And... And so after that, you have to decide. Yeah. Uh, our next one's planned. In fact, it's in June. I'm already rehearsing people for that one. So we're rehearsing Life and Death and Home right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, then, yeah. And I'm, I guess we're just going to sit down and talk about the future of musing mm-hmm. at the Blue Barn. I'm not really sure what it is yet. but. So if somebody wanted to submit their story, mm-hmm. I know you have a place online that kind of explains where they would do that. Mm-hmm. Is there any other recommendations that you would have for someone who... Maybe they want to submit a story, but maybe they're just not ready to get up and tell it. Like, how, how do you hmm. encourage those stories? Because not everybody may be comfortable, but they, they kind of are thinking about it. I know, that's the thing. People do toy with the idea. I had one lady that Sue's doing home. She was just toying with the idea. And, and once she actually delivered her pitch to me and, and we had a really nice enthusiastic talk about it, then, okay, I want to do it. She's ready to do it. But yeah, just submit your pitch, musingomaha at gmail.com. Um, can be whatever story you want to tell. Again, like I would love to base, fingers crossed, next season's themes on um, on the pitches yeah. versus putting out the oh, themes and right. sure. trying yeah, to net around. pitches. Yeah. 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 And if you have enough stories, that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Sounds like you Well, I'm excited for you. I think yeah. this you. is going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited too. Thank you so much, Seth Fox, for coming to talk to us. Uh, Musings, a storytelling series. Life and death, stories about starts and stops, beginnings and endings, renewal and letting go. Thanks, man. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. (laughs) So, last time when we when we talked about... When last we met. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry, I'm struggling for words today because uh, I took some medicine for my headache and I'm a little bit struggling for words. Gotcha. So, I may have had some medicine. I have had some medicine. <laughs> <laughs> this could be fun. I may have had some medicine. Yeah. And that's kind of our thing. Okay. Cool. All right. That works. That works. What do they call that? It's our <clears throat> mojo. No, it's our It's our idiom. <laughs> no, that uh-huh. sort of thing. Huh. It's our bag. That's yeah, it's our it's bag, bag. It's our bag. It's your bag. It's our bit. All right. Shtick. <laughs> That's what life's about. You know? It's constant. Punctuation. Are we getting serenaded now? I, I, we I, think, I think we're getting a little... Uh... 
I got a little bit too cocky about my editing skills. So. <laughs> the yeah. Universe is so here you go. Edit this. Underscoring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice. That's okay. Yeah. You have a soundtrack now. Yeah. This is new. This didn't happen last time. That's all right. So uh, thank you for uh, thank you for being with us on the Platte River Bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lovely afternoon here. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.